Welcome to Bald Moves 24 podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for 24 Live Another Day on Fox. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And tonight we're covering season one slash nine. Day nine. Day nine, episode six, 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. No time skip in this one either. Where I don't know if we're going to get a time skip. Who knows? I've heard on from multiple people that we are definitely getting a time skip. It's been confirmed. <laughs> it's when? getting harder and harder to think how that's going to be. Maybe, maybe I think just it, Jack gets shot up with that drug. He's out for eight hours. There's going to be a 12-hour time skip at the very end of the series. And it's yeah. going to come back for a one-second shot of Jack Bauer farting or something. I don't know. <laughs> that would not be good. Uh, okay, let's talk a little bit about this episode. No, no, if he, ends up, if, if he ends up, as he predicts in this episode, dead or in prison, it'd be funny if, if we leave him uh, in a prison hospital with the heart monitor going, and then uh-huh. it, flips, it, it flips to like 1 a.m. or whatever it would be, 12 hours from, from uh-huh. the first, and then it comes back like for five seconds later with the heartbeat just going to flatline. Or how about Cliffhanger, this? man! How about maybe... They they teased a little foreshadowing in this episode with that drug that knocks you out. Mm. Jack gets Jack. It looks like Jack is dead for some reason. Right. Then there's a twelve hour time skip, and they come back, and Jack has just been shot up with that drug, Ooh. and he wakes up. Or they put him. Or he's in, on that heart monitor, and it starts going again. They bury the Russians grab him, and they bury him in a shallow, unmarked grave. Yeah, <laughs> his hand. Twelve busts hours out. later, you see the hand with, the, with that fucking <laughs> weird tattoo on his forearm bust out. <laughs> Jack Bauer lives. What would he have in his hand? A knife? A gun? <laughs> Jack Bauer needs nothing but elbow macaroni to kill you. That's true. He would have elbow, a fistful of elbow macaroni. So, all right. So this episode. Uh, some stuff actually happened this episode, unlike previous episodes, <laughs> or uh, at least one previous one. No one important died in that bombing run. That massive house explosion? Massive house explosions. Not even the guys who were just, like, right in the, inside the inferno part of the... Some people did well, die. Oh, yeah, no, that's right. Unimportant people. Nobody important died. Right. Benjamin Bratt did not die. Chris did not die. Chris Parlow from The Wire did not die. <laughs> He, Although he was not seen for the episode, did he go to the did he go to the hospital for smoke inhalation or shock wave? Or? Well, Brad's bleeding from the head, right? And he has uh, slightly mussed hair and some smoke some smoke makeup rubbed on his forehead and cheeks. But and yet he doesn't go to the hospital. He nah. goes straight back to work. Right? Uh, no concussions from the explosion. No real damage other well, than when a you're stream involved of blood. in a complex, likely multinational, nefarious <laughs> cover up. You can't take you can't take time off, even if you do have a concussion. Yeah. yeah. Um, Pay so time yeah. off is just theoretical once you enter that room. I assume that no one went to the hospital. The dead people went straight to the morgue. The injured people went back to their jobs. Mm-hmm. Even like the ice cream salesman. Right, know, goes right back to his job. I like how as soon as we see smash cut away from the explosion, we go to the president, and he's like, you know, President Grandpa. Oh my God, it was an ambush. <laughs> this is really funny. <laughs> yeah, and then the, president, president hella old. <laughs> the relationship between the president and the prime minister is hilarious because the president is like, hey, hey, don't worry, soon we'll have even more aircraft bristling with weaponry over British soil. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> The, the, the cavalry's coming, man. Just hang in there. The prime minister's like, huh? I do like that the prime minister lays down a little bit of law here. 
He's like, no, 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 no. You're you just messed stuff up. Now we've got to work together. Right. Like we're not going to be kept in the dark here. It's right. our freaking country that stands to lose. Yeah. So they're going to coordinate closely the RAF. Mm-hmm. Tellingly, they didn't say anything about coordinating the CIA and the MI5 because uh-uh. <laughs> the prime minister is all about shivin president grandpa on that or should i say president two times because apparently uh you know yeah. we want to coordinate our efforts with the raf coordinate our efforts with the raf yeah president hella forgetful too <laughs> <laughs> all right i think he's got the definitive nickname i think just hella something hella hella yeah. whatever is right applicable at the moment right <laughs> he's hella exasperated but he decides i'm gonna give jack he's... bauer potential terrorist a blank check sure less than 10 minutes after saying your shit's busted you're full your your plan is stupid uh-huh. i can't trust you with that but uh, i was right yeah blowing up the house <laughs> and a little bit of batman voice and it's mm-hmm. carte blanche yeah completely uh it's jack blank check bauer over whatever branch of the cia is operating in london there right uh he he calls up benjamin brad and he says look Jack Bauer is now in control of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, give give him everything he wants, and so he requests Kate back on the job um, because she looks like the type of person that wouldn't let anyone stand anything stand in her way. Is that what he says? Yeah, that's when funny. he looks her up and down. And well, I mean, I guess just the fact that she busted in through the laundry chute and uh, commented yeah. the situation that impressed him. But that is a you know, it's like oh, you've got ties to a. A uh, double agent husband? Eh, well, you know, I'm sure you weren't implicated, right? No? Okay, I'll take your word for it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I don't know. It seems like she's pretty straightforward. I don't think she... I don't think her husband having something to do with giving the Chinese uh, government information actually casts a bad light on her. I think she's fairly straightforward as far as her motives. Sure. Uh, and maybe that's just the show duping me. And next week she'll come back and be part of Margot's operation. Who knows? Uh, but for now, I'm on Jack and her side. Uh, there's also mention of raising the threat level um, because these drones are coming in. I don't see the point of having a threat level if every time there is a real threat, they're framed as precautionary measures. <laughs> like, the threat level's been raised, folks, but don't evacuate. Don't do anything out of the normal. Right, right, right. There's what 36 the fucking... Hellfire missiles that we can't track coming into London, but go about your business, everyone. Yeah, just a precaution. Yeah. God, that that's pointless. I guess, Why have the system? I guess that allows them to put the emergency response on high alert without getting the civilians all panicked. Okay. So it's a message to people who are in the know, people who know the precautionary measure is bullshit. Mm. I don't think your average. I think think like police, police station and fire station. Like yeah. this authorizes them to call in officers and call in and pay overtime that they might not otherwise do. Okay, but they're going to be just in the dark because whether it's precaution or not. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I Doesn't mean, if, what's That's the point response. of having an, a red oh shit terror level if you're going to still keep the populace yeah in the dark? It's silly. Um, but that's what they do. That's what the prime minister wants to do. And I don't know how the threat levels work over in England, but uh, I assume they're roughly the same as the ones we have. So then we find out um, they're 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 British themed, like uh, you know the green green levels like uh, <laughs> jolly. Where threat level jolly that's like green, <laughs> and threat level red would be oh, I don't know balls. 
<laughs> bollocks. Shite. Bollocks. Bollocks. Yeah, it'd be bollocks. Uh, bollocks are bloody. Bloody. One yes. It goes from jolly to bloody. <laughs> jolly to bollocks to bloody. <laughs> Yellow the, is bollocks. Yellow's like stiff lipped. <laughs> stiff upper lip. Oh, God. Oh, God. We just have all of our uh, English listeners tune out. I think they, that happened last week. That happened the first week, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, so we also find out here that we in the preview, or the previously on, we got the shot of the chief of staff signing the document, forging the president's signature. It looks like that was the signature for the transfer order for Jack Bauer to be transferred over to the Russians, or was that a signature to cancel it? I don't know. It seems I, like it was the transfer order because I don't think when the Russian guy, whoever he is, I don't know what place in government he has there, or if he even he, if he's even in the government, who knows? Uh, it doesn't seem like he know knew that the transfer order was canceled. Well, I think that I don't know. It's it, whoever he was, um, and he had the craziest facial hair of all time. <laughs> oh God, lip liner. It, it, I guess you call that like a merkin. Like, it's something that you would wear on your pubic hair, except for they it, he put it on his face for some reason. <laughs> okay. But this Russian guy seemed like he's, whatever the conversation he had with the chief of staff, he looked at the signature of Heller, President Hella forged, uh, very skeptically. Like, yeah. you know, maybe this guy's been making promises about the Jack Bauer situation, thinking that he could finesse things with the president, but then the situation kind of... You know, he was running his mm-hmm. own situation that he could maybe manage, but now this other thing has come up, and he he's having to you know cut corners and forge signatures. And I, I think that was his plan. I think he. It seems like he doesn't like Jack Bauer. No, no, this does starting to feel like it's personal. Like this is something yeah. that he's had in the works to, especially with the conversation with about Audrey. Right, the closeout things with Audrey and all that, and resolve mm-hmm. that, and you know maybe he's I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to decide, like, Benjamin Bratt, after this episode, oh. seems like an evil mole. Seems like it. He's covering something up for sure. Chief of Staff guy might be a wrong-headed white knight, not evil mole. He Could might be. not have evil intentions, but he's just fucking things up because he's not super confident. He's He's competent enough to think that when the president hears about forged documents that he signed, he won't remember not signing them. Right? <laughs> right. I mean, that's his play here. Right. No, yeah, I mean, that's... I, at least I think that's what he's taking advantage of. Right. He's placed... And he's replaced the president's medicine with Adderall, so... <laughs> you know, the brain... <laughs> the the brain pills pretty. he's supposed to be taking, it's just it's just making things worse. Yep. Uh, so then there's this plan throughout this episode. Kind of the main crux of the episode is... To get to Rask, who is a terrorist that Jack has formerly worked with, uh, has he's an arms dealer, black black market arms dealer. Somewhat okay. I'm I don't know where you draw the line of calling sure. people terrorists. Well, he's an, depending he, on who he's selling to, I guess. He tortures people. He does do that, and he accessor he's an accessory to terrorism. So I, I'm not yeah. I'm not uncomfortable calling him a terrorist. But in addition, okay. he's like terrorist. Parenthetical statement, <laughs> arms dealer. Okay, so a lot of guns in that place, as we see later. Uh, so he has some kind of connection to Margot Al-Harazi. I get the, and I don't I, I don't know, but I've got the impression that Jack Bauer says, like, this is the big swinging dick of arms dealers in this yeah. section of the world, and if Margot was planning an operation, she would have worked with him. 
Okay. Uh, and she would have bought weapons amazing from Amazing that CIA doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you... Jack Only, Bauer has kept this secret. Jack Bauer's personal terrorist Rolodex could probably solve all terrorism everywhere, <laughs> but he just holds on to it sure. just in case he needs these ace in the hole for it, that place. Yeah, it's the only thing that got him out of uh, jail here. Right. Uh, and maybe being executed, who knows. Uh, so, yeah, he goes to rask with kate in tow saying this is the guy this is the cia agent who your dude who died was informing to yeah uh trying to say that their guy was a mole Mm -hmm. um and giving information to the cia it doesn't work out quite how he expected (laughs) right uh mostly due to mi5 who comes rolling in and ruins the plan yeah uh what do you want to talk about with this whole plot line um okay i don't know where to start the one the one thing i think is interesting is we got another instance of bad guys doing torture and this time Uh they're torturing kate uh i wonder and and jack's got this sniper on overwatch right Mm -hmm. and uh, presumably as a pressure valve like if they're about to kill kate then call halt to it but it doesn't seem like he was willing to do that until he got what he needed, right? He, well, I mean, he that's the thing. I don't think I, he was going to break. I don't think that he was going to let... I don't. I think the sniper's going to take the shot if he thought they are going to kill her. The sniper would have. I don't think Jack would have authorized no, it, though. No, I think he no. was there to win, but regardless of cost. I wonder if I sniper... Because, you know, it wasn't like a gun to her head. It was a drill bit. So I'm I'm starting to think, like, where would he... Because he, he watched her be electrocuted with a car battery. Sure. Uh, he watched her get her rotator cuffs torn out of their sockets. Mm-hmm. Her uh, legs sliced open. Where, I, I want, yeah, her legs sliced open. Where would he draw the line? Like if a blowtorch came out, <laughs> chainsaw. The thing drill. is, blowtorch doesn't kill you very fast. Blowtorch, you really have to work to kill somebody. But I don't think a drill bit implies that he's just going to go right for her head. I mean, I think sure. you start with the knees. Like that's that's. I, I've I, <laughs> I feel like after this. watching the crime drama and Reservoir Dogs and all the other <laughs> stuff, you'd, you'd go for the teeth or the kneecaps. You wouldn't just put it right in their brain because you're wanting to get information out of her. Sure, yeah. So I just wondered, like, what would be the the tr- threshold and how fucked up that is to be a person sitting it's like, yeah, that'll that'll smart, <laughs> but she'll get over it. Nah, car battery. I've had a car battery before. That's not much. It seemed like they were pretty fucking serious with the drill because. They weren't taking, they weren't listening to anything she said. They were, every time she said something, they were like, no, no, don't believe you. Don't believe you, don't believe you. And then they went for the drill. The The episode was trying to tell me that they were going for the kill there. Well, I mean, that's I a think. horrifying thing if you're being tortured by a bad guy, right? There's no incentive for them to stop torturing you. I don't until think you're you can dead. be tortured by a good guy. <laughs> Well, I, think, I don't think it's. I think at that point you become a bad guy. Well, okay, that in that's an interesting but that's, moral, a, that's a relative thing. moral framework because the yeah, person yeah. doing the torture might think that they're you know doing a greater good, sure, et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah, yeah, all that bullshit justification. And that's how Jack justifies it every time. But I'm saying if you're getting tortured by anyway, it's a weird deal because there's no incentive to stop the torture, other than some moral compunction on the person torturing, which we've already talked about. How so? Yeah, yeah. if you're the subject of the torture. That's weird mental space to be because if you just break right away, there's the, it's not going to stop anything. Sure. If you hold out, it's Still not. not I mean, stop it's like anything. it's I I ah yeah. I don't like thinking about it. No, no. It, it's that's why torture is such a horrible thing because sure. you're not guaranteed to get any information that's good. Even if you do, how can you believe it? Like 
Th- th- there's really no justification. Torture doesn't work, period. <laughs> right. It-, it certainly doesn't get you the, Not in these kind the of goals. things where you want nebulous information. You can't, like... Yeah, that like, you, you can't know, immediately verify. I'll, like, what's the safe code? Is, yeah, here's... Yeah, there's a situation work. There's yeah. a safe in this room. Uh-huh. I know you know the combination... And it's not going to lock after several tries, so I can torture you until you give me the code, and I can immediately verify it. Yes. And you know that I can immediately verify it, so there you go. That's the type that of situation that would work. <laughs> yeah. But you're you're gambling that you don't have the safe rigged up in such a way that it will automatically lock after the first incorrect, or it won't explode, or like all those <laughs> other things. So sure, it's still it's still a risky gambit. Yeah. Uh, so. He knocks her out, he takes her in, she gets tortured. Um, apparently... And what I thought about was funny is this, when he injected her and they, yeah. they did a smash cut to his face, his face looked like, holy shit, I can't believe she let me do that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she's dumber than I thought. Uh, <laughs> the other thing about this drug that I wasn't expecting was that they would have a countermeasure for it. Yeah, just lying And Jack around. didn't seem to understand that either yeah he was like oh whoa that's not good yeah because he was expecting her to take a nice long nap before they would be able to get to the to torture yeah. so that was kind of cool to see that uh jack surprised is always kind of a good thing uh i was kind of unclear how accessing the bank account was going to trace back to margo but i think they cleared that up when they they basically looked for the phone number that was attached to the transaction and they they're trying now to search down that, that still phone. seems like a- uh, so someone like Margot slash Cat Stark. God mm-hmm. damn it! I'm gonna start calling her by her right name. <laughs> Margo. Always, always the least fun part when I start podcasting something. When I start getting people's actual names, I don't have the <laughs> nicknames anymore. Okay. But someone that's careful enough that she can mask her true location when she's actively hacking military equipment. Yeah. Sets up a second villa, knowing is going to use a telephone that can in any way transfer. Or, 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 Which or is more expensive, her. the second disposable villa with ex- packed well, full of explosives or a burner phone? Right. Well, we, we <laughs> as we talked last, she, I don't think she had that villa ready I know. to go. But yeah, yeah. I, I get it. No, I mean, uh, Chris Partlow should have like given her a tip from the wire. Like, you know, you can buy these things. They're 10 with bucks. cash. Yep. Completely untraceable. And all she needs is one, not a thousand. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I don't know how that phone number is going to lead back. In any way to her. But it might it's... lead to someone who leads to her, maybe. Maybe Jack can torture it out of someone. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's interesting, though. I, I think that... Say what you will about Homeland. Mm-hmm. And I can say some bad things about the last two seasons. But one thing that keeps me bringing back is that I feel like it really raises Spycraft to a believable level. Like oh, it's... you got to see the Americans, then. That shit's I'm, awesome. I, I saw the first half season. It was really good, too. But yeah. I feel like that's a little dated Spycraft. Oh, it is. Totally. On purpose. For example, like it's it fe- felt very much like um, one of my favorite Tom Clancy books, Cardinal and the Kremlin, which is huh. mid-'80s. Dead drop. Whereas Americans. Fake wigs. It's and... fake Americans <laughs> over on Soviet soil. It's like the flip. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. and it's very cool what they're doing and switching microfish and dead drops and all that yeah. stuff. But it does feel authentic. And I think... Um, Homeland does the best job of any place doing like modern spycraft sure. that feels plausible. Okay. Where twenty four just takes shortcuts. Like, well, we've got this arms dealer. He would have done business with her. There's some account numbers, phone numbers, eh, yada yada. We'll track them. Yada yada torture. It's <laughs> yeah, it's a lead. Sure, uh, I could buy that. Uh, so the other kind of main thing here is the Margot sends out her daughter to. Maybe we'll have a thrilling se- uh, a scene. 
an episode from now where Jack Bauer busts into the Five and Dime store where the burner was but who did you sell this phone to? I have no I sell a thousand of those a day. <laughs> <laughs> now tell me. That's right. Where's your CCTV stuff? All right, all right, it was Margot Alhazadi. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> all right. Get um, the drill. Uh the the other kind of big thing that happened this episode is Margot sends out her daughter to tie up a couple loose ends. Um with some somebody i don't know what what was the deal here terrible timing uh i can't remember eyebrows gets a phone call from his sister oh yeah yeah they get the cell phone phone goes on the corpse and it finds out it's his sister and so So she's got to go there and kill his sister or or i'm sorry do what needs to be done which is you know sorry interpretation didn't get it until it's not because she clarified it later on in the phone sure so but she didn't know that there was going to be a daughter there margo doesn't care uh, Margot's daughter does care, mm-hmm. uh, is unwilling to kill either the sister or her daughter, accidentally kills the sister, well, and the daughter runs out. Yeah, so I don't, so this plot felt like running in place because, so Simone's dead. Well, there's a loose end now. But who cares? Because it's not like the powers that be in both the British and American governments don't know exactly what's going on, exactly what the stakes are. This little girl, sure. if she runs and tells the cops anything, is going to be my crazy aunt killed my mom. Yeah, which leads back to the p- dead pilot. But you're right. That just leads back to Margo, which if, they already know. If they can piece it out. Because you're, you're talking about, okay, you're on you know elevated, uh, slightly stiffer upper lip level, right? Sure. And you're a, a police chief taking this crime report down from this little girl. Yeah. How the hell do you know that this is connected to the terrorist plot? I assume that Jack Bauer would at some point see a picture of the dead person. I don't know how that would happen. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. right. There's like no again, real solid connection. I, I, yeah, there's again, it doesn't lead them to the location. It just lets them know sure. that, yeah, hey, Margro is uh, here on British to- soil up to no good with terrorist drones. Maybe they she, know all that. Maybe she has a phone on her and there's GPS tracking on the phone. Like, uh, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Now, Jack Bauer will pull information from everything. Right. Everything he can. You know, I'm so surprised that there is a loose end. Margot seemed to think she was a loose end. I'm surprised, and this is like a real surprise, that they haven't marketed a smartphone that is like for people for for people that don't want to be tracked. Sure, privacy. You know, phone. you want a smartphone, yeah. but it's privacy. Maybe maybe use that to cheat on your wife. Maybe use that to be. Uh, to you're going to get a, a burner smartphone. Right, but there's not. I don't think there are burner smartphones. There are need a smart. No, it's yeah, like Nokia bullshit. Right, you got the brick phones. phones because you can throw those away and nobody cares. Yeah. So, but I think there's a market for something that has no GPS. Like you can't use Google Maps on it, but you can get email. Sure. Something that like it's got a password that if you enter it wrong, it blanks itself. The trouble is if if you connect to any kind of telephone, like True. wireless telephone network, they can always track where you are. Yeah, I mean they can get you within a couple blocks anyway. Yeah. So I don't know how you get any kind of connectivity to a f- device like that without being tracked. So if her – and she's dead, right? She got hit by a double-decker bus. I think she's dead. She looked pretty ruined. Yeah. Uh, if they get her and they're somehow able to make that connection, then she could have a cell phone that could help 
them tracked down in the in the wee hours of this operation. Okay, sure, that's a good point. I buy, I buy that. Okay, so but the girl is not the loose end, right? It's her. It's yeah, it's, it's the, the Margot's daughter, right? Whose right. name I have not learned yet. Yeah, if the do- if if the if eyebrows sister's daughter, if eyebrows niece turns out to be significant, I'll be super surprised. Okay, because what the fuck does she know? They established her sister knew nothing. Yeah. Uh, the one other kind of loose end here, as far as the episode goes, that we are given some information on, but definitely not the full story, is the Benjamin Bratt, don't know his character name, is covering some, Bratt the Rat is covering something up. He is linked to these deleted files and Adam, directly. Adam is Kate's husband, right? Oh, shit. I don't know. I thought that's what the whole thing was. Okay, maybe so. So, potential for him to have planted evidence that yes, got her yes. it's his, his wife a disgrace ci officer adam morgan okay so the implication there is that the maybe she didn't what didn't cotton on to the fact that he was doing something bad because he didn't actually do something bad he was framed yeah. for some reason could be uh and it seems like uh poor man's orlando bloom tried to bring this to brad's <laughs> attention early on in the episode and i i remember saying uh-huh. Oh, so he's is this some kind of cover up because he's very nonchalantly like, Don't worry about it, kid. We got more bigger fish. Yeah, you fry, did. Blah blah blah. You totally called it. Um but he's definitely by the end of the episode seems like uh evil mole because he's we couldn't tell because it sounded like that there was some Anytime kind of Anytime you talk to a guy on a vocoder, yeah, it's bad news. But it did sound like it was accented. But weirdly, I couldn't tell if it's a Russian accent or a British accent. It sounded British to me, but I'm not positive. I thought on it that. sounded Oh, no, I thought you said it sounded Russian, and I said it sounded British. No, I, I thought it sounded British. Well, then I must have said I thought it sounded Russian. You did. Uh, but regardless, it's definitely not someone in the CIA. Mm. I, I don't know why a phone call in the CIA would ever be vocoded to another guy in the CIA. Right. Uh, so he's up to no good. We'll, I'm sure, find out more about that next episode. That's about all I've got on this episode. I thought it was sublime. Jack having to fight his way through a gunfight just to hit the enter button on a laptop. <laughs> it is, yeah. Such a mundane yeah. thing to to have as your goal. Right. But yeah, uh, I don't know. And he killed, God, he killed so many people. And then I don't know why MI5 busting in there, shooting everybody up, wouldn't just immediately shoot Jack as well. I Next time I get arrested or even pulled over, <laughs> I'm going to say, my name is Aaron Hubbard. I'm working undercover on behalf of the President of the United States and see where it gets me. <laughs> Probably get you punched. And, uh, and this arrested. isn't with guys in body armor and black Nomax suits and mach- submachine guns. This is just a policeman that's pulled me over for presumably speeding or running a red light or whatever the fuck I've done. The key is you have to whisper it. You whisper gotta, it you gotta batman it or yeah. bower it i think batman bower owes bower some licensing fees for that voice completely yeah uh, the, the only difference the only nuance that christian bale put is he extended it oh yeah so jack bower would do this yeah. christian bale would do this that's right <laughs> so he's got the the extended cut jack bower pretty much extended yeah track anything uh, else i don't think so i think we covered all of the action okay uh we do not have any feedback for this week's episode. Oh, actually, we got we got a lot of feedback of the, like, hey, glad to hear you're still doing it, keep it up, that kind of stuff, but nothing that yeah. was, like, surprisingly, there's no deep in that analytical substance uh, type emails that I got for the show. What? How it relates to society as a whole? I think we've brought some of that with the torture stuff. But... Definitely. But I and think the drones. That and there is commentary within this show. Right. Uh, right. It's just not the main focus. 
No, and I have been. Um, it's funny how because I I you introduced me to Dan Carlin's epic, not epic, hardcore history. Yeah, and I ran through all the ones I could listen to that, and then I started listening to his Common Sense podcast, which he's a little out there in some things. But d- this guy's been covering this drone shit for years, hmm. and listening okay. to some of these, like if I go back to like a year, year and a half in his archive. Um, it's just amazing to see how kind of ripped from the headlines this stuff really is. Hmm. Like the president killing American citizens with drone strikes. Wow. Um, and there's no due process at all. That's just, fucked up. This guy needs to die. He's on, you know, it's, it's. It, well, they declare him a terrorist and then no laws and civil rights apply to them. I don't know that that's true if you're an American citizen. Oh, I think it abroad. is. Yeah. I feel like that there's. I mean, Patriot Act and, and subsequent I'm, I'm not, laws I'm give not, you. I'm not arguing that it's not happening because obviously it is. People have yes. died. I'm yeah. just saying that it seems really weird that with all the different secret trials and that and secret oversight that we're capable of doing in this country that that's just something that's just the president just makes call and you're dead i'm not sure. and i'm not even saying that they don't deserve to die or we shouldn't have killed them sure, i'm just sure. saying that the process the is lack fucked. of process that we're supposedly guaranteed by the constitution just doesn't apply in this instance for why yeah exactly that's the question why and it's because people who are very powerful don't want it to right that's almost always the answer. <laughs> and we as the American people go along with it. Yeah. yeah. So now I sound like a kook, probably. <laughs> uh, Aaron's Common Sense podcast debuting <laughs> this week on the 24 podcast. <laughs> uh, nah, his simple Jack podcast coming out. Um, <laughs> all right. I think that's it, though. Okay. If yeah. If you'd like to send us feedback, you can do it at 24 at baldmove.com. Uh, go on our Facebook.com slash baldmove and join our show threads and our podcast threads around 24. And. Uh, Various sundry others. Oh yeah, Jim, you got Twitter at at Bald Move. I almost said at twenty four. I'm sure that goes right <laughs> to Jack Bauer. Probably, yeah. You don't want to get on that list. Kiefer Sutherland's direct Twitter <laughs> inbox. Uh, that's all we got. We'll see you next week when we cover the next episode. Yeah, absolutely. And are we ripe for a jump here? I still doesn't feel like we are. I still, no, no, it still doesn't. Uh, I, I, do you know if there are going to be multiple jumps or just one big jump? I don't. I don't have any information. It seems okay. le- the more we go on, the less likely they're going to have multiple jumps. Yeah. But, um, yeah, okay. interesting. Well, I, we'll have to. Wait you got any predictions out, for next episode? Because I feel like things are really going to break bad between the American and British government. Yeah, I think the Russians are probably going to play a bigger part. Mm. I think they're going to start snooping around as to uh, chief of staff, Nats or whatever. The, yeah, the Russian. We can have all on... all of the Counter Strike factions are going to be put directly into this show. Hold on your butts, Britain, <laughs> the UK. Everyone's going to violate your sovereignty <laughs> between the next six to twelve hours. So just sure. brace yourself; it's coming. All right. Uh, well, it's coming in a week, and we'll see you then. Until then, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. Yo. This is Captain Cook. Listen up. Mr. White and I have a new website. He was like, we could increase our website uptime way past 99.1% by joining Media Temple and some other science shit. I said, look, you may know a lot about chemistry, man, but you don't know jack about building websites. The guy is like 60 or something. But get this, he was right. 
No chili pee, just WordPress. The site looks dope now, and I got more cash than an ATM, yo. You should seriously up your game with Media Temple's WordPress hosting. Check out ballmove.com forward slash Media Temple and sign up. What are you waiting for, bitch? Def Chad.